This is episode number 132 with the YouTube extraordinaire. She blew up on Vine, transitioned well over into IG, but she stays heavy in content creation on YouTube. She's a phenomenal singer and songwriter. And this is Julia Price. Her story is unreal. And uh, I think we've got the making of a star just on the cusp of breaking through. So without any further ado, let's jump into this conversation with Julia Price on Creating Space. Yes, guys, what's happening? Welcome back to the show. 132 episodes in. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, Loving the ride. Lots of cool things coming down the pipeline. Just wanted to give a shout out to you guys. Now more than ever, you've been taking screenshots of you listening to the podcast. You've been hitting me up on IG. I've been getting eyes on just through the Creating Space tribe. It's so cool to see how this podcast is affecting you guys, the positivity that you're receiving from it. The implementation of some of the ideas from both myself and the guests, it's so cool to see this community. And I really do implore that you guys continue to reach out to me. Let's have conversations online and uh, let's see how we can collaborate. If at all possible, um, we are here supporting each other. It's a symbiotic process and I love it. I so much love it. I also love this conversation. Julia Price uh, and I were definitely able to connect as artists. Um, love, I love to write. Um, I love to to go on riffs, obviously, with, with speaking and the, the motivational and inspirational pieces that I have and watching her perform. If you guys haven't gotten over to Julia Price's music on either Spotify or checked it out on YouTube, you've got to get over and watch this chick perform. She's on another level. And I really do believe that she obviously has a certain level of fame right now, but I think she's got the potential to blow up to so much uh, of a higher level and be recognized globally. And that's just going to be a bit of a prediction that I'm going to place. Anyways, this conversation is amazing. But before we get there, I would love to give a bit of an Instagram shout out this week. Um, there was a, a, a repost that I posted just yesterday. Um, Caitlin, at P-A-L-C-Z-U-K-C. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Caitlin, an incredible uh, native post that you posted. I'm going to make sure to continue to repost any of you guys that are taking excellent photos like that. Go check it out at Wesley T. Knight on my profile page there on Instagram. You can check out that repost. And any of you guys that are tagging uh, Creating Space and showing you listening to the podcast online, um, I'm going to repost and reward you guys for being such champions of the message, man. That's what it's all about. Um, equally, we've got a new platform and a new direction that Creating Space is taking as we continue to scale. Now, in an effort to keep ads off the show, because now that we are at a space where um, ads and the, the the monetary piece of the show is uh, the next step for us. What's really cool is these models and these platforms such as Patreon.com that allow content creators, you know, YouTube, um, YouTube creators, you've got comedians, you've got pod- podcasters like myself that are able to come to Patreon.com and we're able to develop lists of Patreons where you, the listeners, can support the podcast podcaster or the YouTube uh, influencer, and you can help support them to continue to grow their message or grow their content and to continue to help them build. So we've created uh, a Patreon website where you guys can help support the growth of Creating Space. Um, we're actually growing to a third episode a week, um, and, and that's going to happen tomorrow. You'll you'll get to hear the third episode tomorrow, but it's an excellent opportunity for you guys to begin to interact directly with the Creating Space podcast and get some exclusive access to Creating Space material. Now, patreon.com slash creating space is an awesome opportunity for you to help this show grow. And how you help it is by simply donating. You can donate um, as little as a dollar a month at $12 uh, a year 
uh, one coffee a quarter, whatever it um, feels right for you to kick back to the growth of the Creating Space podcast to allow the message to continue to scale and to continue to build and cultivate the message which helps people find themselves, find a path and have the courage and the bravery to chase their dreams. So patreon.com slash creating space, jump on over if you feel so called to support the message. However, the podcast will always be free. That will never change. But in an effort to keep ads off of the podcast and keep the user's experience organic, we've decided to let you guys the people, the listeners of the show support us and continue to allow the message to grow. I would love to see you guys jump on over, pursue the level of rewards there on patreon.com slash creating space and support the podcast. Now that all that is out of the way, let's have some fun, man. Let's jump into this wicked conversation with Julia Price. Guys, what's happening? Julia Price is on the other side of this line, and she's rated at one point one of the top female viners by Ask Men. Not only that, she's a, a featured artist on Good Morning America. She's on Spotify. If you're on YouTube and listen to music, especially cover music, you've definitely seen Julia Price. And uh, she's recently showcased in the New York Times as a booming creative. If you follow her on IG, um, you'll understand why. Tons of energy. <laughs> Tons of light, man, and she's she's wicked, uh, and she's on the show today. Julia Price, what's happening? Welcome to Creating Space. That might be my favorite intro ever. <laughs> that was I on the fly. I don't know where that came anymore. from. <laughs> well, listen, it's 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 always important. How you do anything is how you do everything, and I think when you step the way you meet someone in a conversation really helps guide the conversation in certain ways. So um, I've been following you for a little bit, and we talked about this before the show, but I've been following you for a while, and you just kept showing up in my Spotify. You're showing up on my featured like explore page on IG, showing up on YouTube, and I'm like, geez, who, like, who is this chick? She is creating <laughs> so much stuff that she's everywhere I am. I got to I got to slow her down and get her on the show. So, uh, yeah, first of all, kudos to you because you're an engine over there in LA. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I, like I was saying to you earlier, um, yeah, no, that's kind of like any, any independent artist or content creator. That's like your dream is to just be so all over the place that people can't ignore you and they have to find you. So I'm really yeah. happy. To that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. You've got some awesome covers, uh, particularly, couple of my favorite um high all the time you've got an edge yeah that one was real powerful for those of you guys who are listening um the the high all the times like on the beach with like a violinist and she's on the keyboard real passionate that was cool and then there's the the ed sheeran cover um which is which is good as well but you you've kind of done a lot of covers Uh, what's the strategy behind that? You know, obviously artists like to create their own, write their own music and whatnot, but it seems to be a bit of a digital strategy maybe, or do you just love covers? Like talk to me a little bit about that, that idea. Okay. Well, you know, since, since I feel like you said earlier, full, you really like to go for the raw and real stuff. I'm going to just keep it in that light. And, and, you know, I'm not going to say like, I love doing covers. Covers. (laughs) I, I've gone through phases where I'm like, if I have to do another cover, I am going to lose my mind. Right. Um, so basically, it's it's sort of like a love-hate relationship. And I just love music in general. And I love finding ways to deconstruct songs. You know, like the Habit song is a very dancey song. So that was fun to take it down and make it acoustic and simple and as an artist, I've learned so much. It's like going to school all the time because I'm I'm recording different versions of a song and then I'm doing the harmonies and I'm figuring out like what violin parts work, and what piano works. And, and so I've learned so much, but yeah, like because of it, I end up getting asked to do a lot of cover gigs mm. and, and for like, you know, events and corporate functions and stuff like that. And I'm like, I remember going into Capitol records two years ago for a meeting and they said to me, we really like you, but we don't like, we'd love to hear some of your original stuff. And I'm like, well, my original stuff is online. It's all there. Like you can find it. And they're like, well, we couldn't find it. So that was really interesting feedback for me at that point. Um, and so since then I've really been doing a lot more writing because that's what, that's what I love. But 
Okay. At the end of the day, like it's, it's anything that's a tool to be able to do what I love. I'm super grateful for it. I love that, man. And, and you, you are juiced. You're so, you're real passionate in with what you do. And I think that's what's uh, attracted me to you. Obviously, super uh attractive human being all together <laughs> but like that makes it easy but when someone is walking in their divine path and they're aligned with what they're here to do and what their mission is it's so magnetic so my question like this passion and this soul that you have when you perform where where's that coming from that's a great question i mean i all of your questions are really good by the way i looked over in the email and i was like wow these are really like questions have depth. So I was excited about it. Um, I just think I've always been an old soul and I, I feel things very deeply. Um, like I, I guess just in comparison, I'd always be the one in my house growing up that I'd be like, ah, oh, like, how do you not feel that? And my family was, they're all New Yorkers and they're like, stop talking about feelings. <laughs> for me, I just found music as it was just more of like a therapeutic thing that I always just did to be able to go to that place. And, um, I guess I'm just very sensitive and there's things that affect me that don't affect a lot of people around me. And so music has been a way for me to, to sort of process it. And yeah, I mean, my, like, it's so funny because anyone who's ever dated me totally will know that I'm like, I'm like, great, 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 really happy, really happy. And then I'll see like a video of something really sad and I'll just get like so sad for like days and then I'll be okay again. And then it's just like. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds very similar to my life. I'm a super sensitive oh. guy as well, but as an athlete create, you mm. create these, um, the, obviously the masks, right. Super masculine to yeah. exist in the, the space. And, uh, it wasn't until I detached away and went through my own struggles with mental illness and whatnot that allowed me to see just kind of how sensitive I was and that fear of being sensitive led to insecurities and lack of self-love. When you perform though, it looks like you're so consumed with self-love. You're just beaming with light. Like, do you feel that when you perform or are you totally in flow state and you, there's a part of you that just shuts off and you kind of come out of that later and you're like, Whoa, did that, did that just happen? You feel that way? I mean, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I feel both. <laughs> yeah. great it. I wouldn't even change how you worded that at all. I think it's like a, it's just a very euphoric, um, connected experience. And um, not every time, like I've definitely had performances where like one time, you know, literally in Brooklyn, the side of the piano just fell off, like the siding of the piano fell off. Really? So yeah. So there's like a whole other side that's like the grittier side of, you know, touring and stuff like that. But for the most part, being on stage is, it's what makes all of the writing and all of the hustling and all of the you know, rewriting and rewriting and rewriting worth it just to have that expression. Um, and it, I think like you said it so perfectly, it's, it's almost like an out of body experience. Mm. Yeah. It's, and sometimes I'm like, what? I don't remember even what happened. That's, I said that I'd say, Oh, cool. You know, it's so, so cool. Right. You become this channel to, to source energy, man. And it just yeah. flows through you and it connects to other people. And I wish that metaphysically or like we could see the meta metaphysical energy <laughs> that's like the flowing through each other. And I, I wish that was illuminated in some way. So we outside of our five senses, we could actually take in what's happening when we're watching someone kind of walk or perform in their in alignment and they're they're you know being sourced they're being loved like they're they are that vibe anyways you talked about how deeply you feel and i love that because man do i feel deeply too and i, I want to get in that deep space like talk to me about what you what you're feeling or like where do you go when you when you feel is are there experiences that you've been to that have allowed you to get to that place let's kind of hang out in that area and i want to learn a little bit more about you know what makes you you sure yeah um okay so the, the feeling space it's uh i've learned now to be very well I, well i've learned two things like you some i used to think um for the downtime, I would get really upset and I would try to force things through that and be like, Oh, I have this meeting and I have this thing I have to do. And I, I need to be like, 
up and I need to be excited. But like what I've now learned is managing expectations with a lot of people in my life. Whereas I do honor commitments that I have, but I'll say like, Hey, just so you know, like I am an artist and yeah. I might be really inspired to write that day. And that's my livelihood. That's my, that is my job. That's everything I'm doing. So if I feel that I'm going to go into that space and you know, it, by do, it took me a long time to realize that just communicating that would be super helpful. So now when I'm feeling like, I guess I, I, I don't want to even call it a down. It's just more of like a, like it's sort it's like an isolating feeling. Like I don't want to be around anyone. I don't always want to talk to even like people that I'm very close with. And so I honor that space now. And I just, I, I listen to music. I create music. Um, I read sometimes. And then from there, that's when I can actually create. It's an explosion. I bet. Right. So much time to figure out that you just like, it's okay to, to take that time for yourself. And as long as you're upfront with people, then they can't like really get mad at you. Yeah. I love that, Julia. That's actually gotten in the way of some of my relationships uh, as Mm. I grew as a man, you know, because uh, football or soccer was my creative expression. So I would take all of myself and I would perform every day and especially on the weekends on Saturdays. Right. And then there was, I, I was afraid to take time for myself to recharge and I wasn't, mature enough or aware enough of the the capacity to communicate what you need or even know what you need and learning what it is you need is through experience so when did you start to come to this this realization that this is who i am and it's okay to be me and i've got to stand up for who it is that i am and make sure that i create boundaries and let people know what i need like when did that process start to happen Um, I actually think over the last year, my last relationship was romantic relationship was really, really helpful with that too, because I was dating someone who was like, he really made me feel good about, he's like, I love how expressive you are. I love how, how emotional you are. And I was like, you do (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) And it was just, it actually took being in that relationship to be like, Oh, this is a really Good, because I knew it was good for like creating stuff, but then I'd always feel like I had to rein it in around other people. And so, actually, through that, it was a very healing relationship for me. And that I was like, oh, I can say no to people that don't feel good, and I can say no to things that don't feel good. And like, I actually, this is a, this is like by me being me, I'm actually attracting people who are even better for me. Yeah. So I. I'd say that was like, and like life lessons leading up to it, but that was like a really pivotal point for me. Yeah, that's cool. And and it sounds like you were allowed or he gave you permission to continue to just be yourself and fall deeper in love with yourself. What have you noticed that? Because here's the the reality of the situation. It happens for, for me as well, because society has these ideals. You being an attractive artist and available Society would look at you and think, you know, why are you not seeing anyone? Why, you know, what, whatever that may be, right? But your does, I guess the question is, does the security that you have with your direction that you're going and the sense of self, does that detach you from any like feeling of necessity for wanting to get in involved with anyone? Are you just in a space right now where? Your professional life is really important. Creating things that are that are, are reflective of you is—is is that kind of the space that you're in right now in your life? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's like anyone who comes into my life now has to be and has to add a lot of value and has to understand me. And I've made the mistakes of in the past of trying to compromise that. And the truth is, it just took me away from what my goals were, and so. Um, yeah, I think at this point it has to be someone like really, really <laughs> just that like gets me. Yeah. And real powerful probably as well, because yeah, it's, it's probably going to need to be someone that can both allow you to bloom when you're, when you're feeling great and hold a space for you when you're not feeling great. You know what I mean? And that's, that takes a powerful human being, not just a man or a woman that takes a powerful person, you know? And a lot of that is predicated upon the amount of darkness that someone has been through and the walking in the mud and like having experience picking other people up that are in the mud. And part of what the creating space movement is about 
is about getting down in the dirt with people and letting mm. people know that it's not about standing at the top of a mountain and like championing a message and not getting down and helping people that are in a dark space pull themselves out of it. Do you feel that your artistic expression and music is your way of like serving other people and bringing them to a place of, of beauty and, and less of suffering? Yeah. Again, I'm just, I'm blown away by your, you're such a good writer. Like you're just like writing in real time. You have a very good word. word wow. Like, I, <laughs> Thank I'm you. like, Whoa. Yeah. Like, I don't even have to say anything. This podcast, you can just say everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think there's two things, right? Like from that, when I'm creating from that space, I'm energized, I'm fulfilled. I'm like, I feel like I'm living my purpose, but I've, you know, since being in LA, like we talked about before we started the podcast, it's, it was sort of this weird thing of like, as soon as I was able to make this my living and I didn't have to do waitressing jobs anymore, babysitting or any side gigs, I sort of went into this weird place of like, just wanting to write hits and just wanting to write songs that I could sell to like a pop artist. And so I started going into sessions and like writing from this place of, of need and in my head. And that was like a very, very weird period for me because I I felt the, the complete opposite of that. So I had to like, that's kind of where I started going through like, we'll do, I don't want to do covers anymore. And I don't want to write pop songs for a 14 year old. (laughs) And I don't want to do these things. And yet they're the things that are like paying the bills for me to live my dream. So it was like sort of this very strange place to be. So now I feel like I've taken a step back and I'm able to say like, oh, the covers are still, you know, all that other stuff. It, it does still make me happy, but it's not my passion, passion. Um, and it allows me to do my passion, which is, as you said, being in that place of service and just writing from the heart and not being attached to what that means or what it sounds like. So talk to me about um, that place where you are writing your best music, where you are serving people at your highest capacity. Yeah. What is that? Is that that dark place that you talk about where you, it's almost as if you inhale and, and I'm speaking from experience because I, I feel just connected to you in, in a certain way, but it's almost for me, it's like I inhale and I retract away from people and I charge, charge, there's darkness associated with it. There's like a battle and a struggle. And then it's an exhale where you just breathe out all that you've like the, the prana energy, right? Like you breathed all this energy in and then you've, you, you exhale it onto the people that maybe are following you or, or believing you or, feel connected to you. Do do you feel that way as well? Yeah. And I think what you said is like, again, I've, it's like clearing everything else out of the way and, and, and being able to say like, it's okay to go, you know, to a dark place or a painful place. And the people that I love the most have been through like really horrible things for the most part. Like even if it was something in high school or, you know, something when they were younger, it's like this ability to turn these really painful experiences into something that's so purposeful and power, powerful because it's, um, yeah, it's like you, you almost can't for survival. It's like you can't keep it inside and you have to get it out. And mm. it's like by doing that, it does help so many people. And, you know, I, some of my favorite artists like Alicia Keys is one of them. And I, she writes these really in-depth long captions sometimes on Instagram. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Now I feel braver because she just shared that. Yeah. So that also reminds me on days when I'm like, oh, I don't want to share this thing, or is it oversharing? I'm like, we, who cares? It's not about you. Like, ooh. <laughs> do you? Do you? Yeah. It's not about you. That's, that's me. It's I, not about me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's not about you. You're you're allowing it. You're releasing it to to help other people. Yeah. Do you? And this is a legitimate question. Um, do you know how powerful you are? Um, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes, yeah. And sometimes no, sometimes I feel that just through feedback of people saying stuff. And I think whenever I trust myself and whenever I'm like very on point, that's when I know it's when, you know, even recently it's like, I got asked to, to go to this meeting for something. And I said, okay, well you can pass all the information along to my manager. 
And the response was, well, I'd like to interview you first to see if you're right for this. And I was like, no, that doesn't feel good. Like if it, if it's like, I'm not in a place where I want to prove anything anymore. I did that. I took every meeting I could when I was younger, but now I'm like, no, I trust myself. Like, yeah, this could be a good opportunity, but if he's not willing to honor my boundaries and like go to my manager, have an initial call and then set up like a proper interview. I'm like, no. So there are moments where I'm like, good, get it girl. Like, like <laughs> yeah, are powerful. But yeah, I mean, I'm human. I always like, I, I'm always like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so Yeah, no, I like it. But what you just mentioned and I'm, I'm watching your body language and I'm, I'm picking up on some things. So what you just oh, mentioned. Oh, no, this is like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's cool. What's really cool is to see that you are awake and aware and alive and like you, you're inside of your, in, inside of this, you know, physical sack of skin that you have, you know, you've not turned off to the fame or like sold it. You're, you're still there. So the question is what daily practices are you involving yourself in to allow you to be connected to your energy and how you feel and to mm. tap into it and to know whether or not, all right, this doesn't feel good cutting that out or this feels good. I'm going to lean into that. What are your daily practices to stay in that space? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, cause I'm also, I was an athlete as well. So okay. for me, what type of athlete? I was a springboard diver. No so I was way. A gymnast first, and then I was a springboard diver. Yeah. So you won't, you wouldn't be very proud that I was doing gainers at the lake on the weekend and dropped my phone in the lake. So it was, it was graceful. Yeah. I would be super it. proud because that means you're having so much fun that you just like, <laughs> like, lost track of what you <laughs> Yeah. So. No, I love it. But springboard <laughs> diver, that's cool. So you're kind of fearless. That's, that's real cool. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I have like a lot of injuries that are now just showing up, but, um, so basically, yeah, I have to use my body. I notice such a different, like, even if it's like a 10 minute workout on an elliptical, as long as I do something, I'm like, I feel like myself mm. and I eat pretty healthy and gluten, dairy and soy free have been for, I'd say like eight years now. So I made that choice really Jealous. long. I'm jealous. <laughs> so I would. Uh, I feel like I'd wither away if if I stopped <laughs> eating most of those things. <laughs> um, yeah, but well, I and you maybe. So you have to honor whatever feels right to you. Right. So tell people they're like, should I? I'm like, I don't know. How do you feel? Like, <laughs> if you feel horrible, maybe. If you feel great, God, I wouldn't do anything differently. Um, but I think writing, writing, just um. I wish I had my journal here, but I could show you. Sometimes I just write like, what's up? You know, like have a good day. But as long as I just write something every single day, right? it seems to like just help me stay very grounded. Um, I also work with a coach named Carrie and she kind of like an athletic coach, but like for the mind, mostly for business stuff, but we've ended, you know, business, but it's everything. Yeah. And so she has me doing um, something called attention training, which is not meditation. It's just focusing for two to five minutes on like breath or one thing um, and just clearing thoughts. So it's similar to meditation, but it's not like a complete release because I'm horrible at meditation. So yeah. I, are you ADHD like myself? And I think so. Yeah. yeah. Any, squ- <laughs> any squirrel that runs by or yeah. picking it up or putting it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that's really cool. Look, and where I want to go is uh, I'm based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, right? And the the internet is really shifting the playing field for artists, for creatives, man. You don't necessarily have to be in LA like you used to be to be able to make it and build a brand and build a, a movement and to, to grow. Do you feel that... Um, that 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 is changing in LA. How has it been existing in that space where like you are one of many? Talk to me about your experience about your environment. Yeah. LA is weird. I mean, it's just I have to say, like, it's such a weird place. Right. And it's beautiful because everyone wants to create something always. Right. Like we were talking about earlier, like I've been really resourceful in the sense that I have I just reach out to people all the time and I'm like, hey, um, do you want to shoot this thing and I'll buy you a coffee? And they're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but if there's just like an unlimited amount of people who want to create stuff. 
Um, but at the same time, there's like an unlimited amount of creatives who are also very ambitious, type A driven. And uh, I'm now at a point where the only people around me are people who, who we all help each other out. But um, yeah, I think you run into that a little bit. Like there's sort of this, this uh, tendency to, to feel like, Ooh, what is that? What is this person want from me? And are they going to like step over me for an opportunity? So it's sort of like a mix of everything. And uh, I will say though, like in the singer songwriter community, cause you know, I have like sort of an interesting, like I've been around a lot of the social media content creators and starting with Vine and then like in the music community. And so it's been interesting because like a lot of the musicians will, um, like I had a gig on Sunday and I didn't have a microphone and someone just brought me one. Mm. They didn't have my mic. And that's like kind of how musicians are. And it's like, you know, we, we try to, if we get booked on something, we try to help each other out and very collaborative. And with social, the like the social media space, it's been sort of mixed. I know there are a lot of like really great people who, you know, like when we all started doing Vine, we'd all like revine each other. There's yeah, yeah. There's a follower shooting my vines and being like, no, 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 do it again. And I'm like, you want to spend time on my cool. That's great. <laughs> but like, does it? So you have people like that, and then you have people who I'm not going to say who, but it was this really, really, really big viner, and there was a group of five of us out to lunch. And at one point, she goes, "Hey guys, let's take a picture." And I was sitting on the end and she like held her phone in a way. So it was like all of us in the picture and she like turned it and cropped my head out. Just me. And one of the other girls there was like, Hey, let's take another one on my phone. Like Julia, make sure you get in this. (laughs) Played it off. (laughs) That was weird. There's a lot of that as well. And again, I think it's, it's just the difference of looking at things from like a competitive place of like, Oh, there's only room for me or like a place of collaboration of like, well, I help you out and you help me out. And like, this is a really hard career. Mm. So why would we try to, why would you not, if you could help other people where I don't know why. One of my, one of my favorite quotes ever is the rising tide raises all ships. And it's part of the Mm. reason that I want to collaborate as much as possible. I open up my IG to people that have bigger platforms than myself or smaller platforms. It's because I, I just, it's not mine, man. The, 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 the space and the people is about the community and bringing people in that are, have the same mindset or are yeah. within the same umbrella is just so important. And it, it makes, it makes, it just makes sense. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's another added value, uh, with, with, with your like service to the, to the world, you know? Um, so it's cool to see you collaborating with some other badass singers in in like your covers and then at the end of it you're like giving shout outs and there's like this piece of it where everyone's in the video and you're like go check out if you like this person here's their social handles underneath like you just understand the social space so with that being said how important is the social space to your music and do you feel like handcuffed to it is there is it hard for you to like take your hand off of one because it might suffocate the other you see where i'm going with that Yeah. Um, it's funny. You're catching me on like the end of, so this year was a really, it was sort of like the quietest I've ever been. And I actually went through, I deleted so many pictures on social media. I've been deleting videos. I've, um, I, and just personally, like I've cut out so many people in my life. So I've been really quiet and like really thinking like, what do I really actually want to say? Because I started to notice I was just putting out stuff to put it out because I did feel chained to it. I'm like, Oh, I have to like, I'm going to lose my following if I'm not. Yeah, posting yeah. Day. And Oh no, my engagement's gone down. Cause I've only posted once this week. And, uh, am I going to get brand deals? That's a huge part of my income is like brand deals. And if I'm not posting, then I'm not going to. And so I was just, and then I'd like put out, like I put up one cover and I deleted it the next day. Cause I'm like, Oh, I sound horrible. Why did I put that out? <laughs> but I'm like, what are, like, the world is not going to end if I just like take a minute. And so you're kind of catching me on the other side of it where now I'm like really energized and excited again because I just took a break from it. Like love that. I dropped uh dropped my phone in the in the lake and I was without a phone <laughs> for just 24 hours and I was actually it was almost as if I scored a goal like I was celebrating the fact that I could just drop it for a second and it yeah. can overwhelm you. Um 
at any point if you allow it to. And that, it's so interesting that you're now re-energized because you have direction and maybe a strategy and it gives you know people like us creatives when we get a little bit of a strategy it's that creative force that pushes us forward to want to execute you know so with that being said like what's the next level for you i mean you've done a lot you know spotify youtube vine instagram like what is the next level in this transformation that you're going through that that you're being pulled towards yeah i'm trying to at this point get really super clear and focused on how i can combine music and I, I guess I would say like music and empowerment, but specifically for, for women, but not in a way that isolates men. Like I actually think what you were talking about was so important about how you feel as a man, like you have to be one way to be respected in society. Mm-hmm. And especially coming from an athletic background, it's like even more of these like gender expectations. So I really feel this sense of responsibility to, I guess, empower like the younger generations as we move forward, which is new for me because I really didn't care before. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is a bigger thing. So I'm I'm in a, like I said, with cutting so many people out, that involves like music producers and other musicians that I'm just like, ooh, I just don't feel good when I'm around you. Yeah. And, And connecting with people who have like a bigger purpose that aligns with mine and because I can't say in like a one sentence thing, I'm like, you know, this is the next step. I'm sort of like, okay, now it's all coming together in a way that feels the best that it's felt in years. And it's, I'm letting myself get more and more clear with that. But at this point, it's something with like, it's not just music to be like a good song or a pop song. It's like how every single thing I do, I want it to be like a message. Well, um, listen, you've no pressure. <laughs> you, no, look, you've, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reinforce that you, my mission is to do just that. Mm. Uh, and you've attracted someone like myself. You've pulled yeah. someone like myself towards you. So that that's what I'm saying. How powerful you are. Like be aware that you are, attracting this kind of stuff and it's now being pulled to you so know that that you're doing it and you're already in it and that should be right like for right now that should be enough you know what i mean um yeah I, i struggle with that as well you know because i still sometimes associate myself as an athlete and it was only until not too long ago i posted it it was august 1st was the two year anniversary of me retiring. And since then I've gone through a transformation from player to coach and I'll coach for a little bit. Cause that's what all athletes do when they finish. And then I started to figure out who I was and what I, who this, this kind of, um, I don't want to call it a talent, but I'll just call it a gift. This like little mm-hmm. gift that I had. And I started to want to open that gift and play with that gift and build that gift like a Lego set. And now it's in this place where I'm starting to understand the gift. So when I threw that post out two years ago of me playing, it was actually really cool to see how many people were like, dude, I didn't even know you played ball. And (laughs) that was awesome in the sense that people were associating me no longer with what I was or who I was, but like who I am in this moment right now. And they're walking this journey with me. And that connective tissue is so important. Do you feel deeply connected to your following? I do. I really do. It's so funny because I was watching uh, an Instagram live of one of my girlfriends recently who's hilarious and so beautiful. And there are just so many creepy dudes like (laughs) writing stuff like so like so like take off your shirt. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel like I'm really I feel really fortunate and I'm really proud of myself for you know, because coming from Vine, it was a very specific audience. Yeah. Because I was doing a lot of stuff with a lot of the male comedians, and I, I got a big male following from that. And it was really interesting because the more I share from my heart, you know, I I've gone through and I've blocked people over the years, but like I feel like now that they're really there for the right reasons, like feel connected to my messaging. I think like the grossest thing someone said in a live stream was like 
you have nice feet. And I still was like, Ew, that's <laughs> gross. And I blocked them. But like, it's so it's really good feedback for me to see like, Oh, this, this is like, I'm connecting with people who I really want to connect with. And they, they really care what I have to say. And I, I go through and I look at their pictures and I, you know, respond, I try to respond to everyone that I can. And I, I feel super grateful because I would rather have 10 people who are really there for like the authentic real reason than like yeah. 25,000 people who are like, yeah, I'm here to like, you know, for this thing or whatever. Like, yeah. It's just it's so that to me is like yeah I, I feel deeply connected. Yeah, what's really awesome is the fact that there are people like you, uh, good, beautiful women with good souls out there. Because as an athlete, I guess we were associated in some way where we were attracting a type of woman, and it was almost as if I woke up one day and I'm like is this all there is? Like, is this it? You know, there has to be more than this, man. And then in doing my own healing and dealing with trauma and going through that and looking at it and not running away from it and evolving from it, it allows me to get closer to a place of acceptance and like self-love, mm, which is mm -hmm. another question. Like, yeah, are you, dig yeah. are you digging you right now? Are you, are you loving where yeah. you're at? I'm probably, I'm, I'm really, I'm really liking me right now. I'm really cool. loving. Yeah. Liking. Yeah. It's, um, like I said, that it was a weird few years in, in there. So it's like to be on the other side of this, I'm like, oh, thank God. And, and I think it's just, you know, for anyone listening who might be struggling with that, um, I think sometimes to get out of a funk, it's even making like a little decision and sticking to it and mm. getting confidence from that. Cause I remember feeling like really overwhelmed and, I would just make one goal or like one decision and then I would get really, I feel, I get those like that messaging that's like, good job, you got this. And yeah. so then it, it helped me get my confidence back. And now I'm just like, yeah, I really like who I am because I'm, I'm being really, um, I'm just being myself at the core. Yeah, man. Super authentic. Uh, and, and I was talking about that with my business partner when we were watching your YouTube videos and I was like, I was just in this level of connection with you. And I just was trying to do as much research as I could to, cause now I'm just at this space where podcasting, like conversations and strip it down. is just connection. That's my shit. That's my thing. And that's, I know that's what it is. So I got to dig deeper and I got to get to become a better interviewer and get, have the capacity to get deeper in connection and because that's where the magic happens so anyways we were talking about that i was like dude look how authentic she is it's almost as if she's just an alien or like another human being um when she's performing um so i i know we've been taking a lot of your time uh and i and i i want to be uh aware of that but some cool stuff coming down the pipeline is what like what are you working on right now uh well i literally as soon as we get off of this i'm going to the studio to finish a song Okay. So working on a lot of new music. Can I, we get can we get like a can we get like a little teaser of that? Like can the creating space audience get a little piece of that? I mean, you know, maybe Well, I can't do that one because it's not released and I've gotten in <sighs> trouble with all rights vibes. I'm like such an open share. I'd be like, listen to this song and they're like, We haven't done any of the paperwork and I'm like, right. oh, paperwork. Um, <laughs> so what but... is your favorite song if, if if you were to tell to the creating space tribe right now? Yeah. The song that I love the most that I have produced or covered, it is what? I I love Letting You Go. It's an original and it's only piano and vocals. Okay. Now, granted, it was vocals before I really, like, it was a few years ago. So yeah. I wasn't as, you know, I was still learning a lot about how to sing. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... It's one of the songs where no matter where I am, if I play it, you'll have like, I'll have like, you know, grown, like grown, like army men in the back crying. And so I just feel really, really super grateful that that song came to me because that song I wrote in 10 minutes, which means like, and you know, this is the creative when that happens, it is not me. I have yep. nothing to do with that. So yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that feeling. I, lo I love that feeling. Actually on my arm, I have a tattoo of my higher self and on oh. that tattoo is, is that feeling. And I was telling the tattoo artist, I was like, this is how I feel when I'm connected mm. to source. Can you yeah. recreate that? And that's so interesting that you actually did this 
because um, you, you you just get awesome. it. You, See? Yeah, we're connected. Yeah, no, it's cool. Know it's, it. it's really oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, you're going to be taking yeah. over our platform. You're going to do a takeover mm-hmm. as well. Um, what about like what what are you passionate about having people come to your um, what place do you want people to come to right now? What are you really excited about? Is it like YouTube? Are you creating lots of content there? Are you spending lots of, of, of your time on, on IG? Like where can people come to really get the real you? I think, I think Instagram is good right now. I, I would say that all the other, like YouTube and everything else is great for if you want to sit down and just watch music videos, which I have those days where I just want to do that too. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like any artist would probably say this, like I'm creating from such a different space now that like I see the old stuff as like the old me, but it's still, it's still like good to just like, you know, if you want to hear like a, a rap cover sung by two girls on a piano harmonizing, <laughs> then go to YouTube. Um, and I have like originals there too. A lot of love songs. So there's that. Um, sounds yeah. like, sounds like your favorite song letting you go was over a breakup. I'm just going to, Yes, you know what's um, so funny is it was it was inspired by that, but it wasn't even it was like a guy that I wasn't even really like that upset about. You know, now that I like compare it to like my last two breakups, where I like actually deeply loved those people. Um, but it just that's why I say it, it just kind of came to. It was inspired by that, and I was super bummed that it didn't work out. But like, I because I listen to that song now, and I'm like, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. Now it's like that's like the breakup song you want to hear um, when you have a deep loss. But I, I guess just in comparison, maybe what I felt at the time, I can look back now and be like, oh, that that wasn't love. That's cute, little Julia. But like, <laughs> but the, the depth of it, like, yeah, it's. I mean, that was pulled from like other places, subconscious, other painful things. I think so. Um, that's, yeah, it's my, that's my favorite song that I've written. So cool. Uh, and you're much more of an artist and, um, I want to salute you for just being who you are and doing, doing your thing. You're, you're just going to continue to pull sharper, um, more, uh, more passionate people around you, more aware people around you, and you're only going to continue to grow, which leads me to the last question, um, which I just thought of this question, which I think Ooh. might be a good enough question to like be the last question of every podcast. But if you were to be able, to, if you're, let's say you're in your casket, right? And mm-hmm. there was an ability for someone to put a last life or piece of life or energy inside of you, and you were to be able to wake up from that moment. What is right now something that you would? feel that you have to accomplish before you get to that moment? Ooh, that's a good question, dude. That That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I'm just really excited that one just came to me. But like, honestly, if you think oh, about that- my hands just got sweaty. Okay. Yeah, right? So like, you, <laughs> what is one thing you have to accomplish before you leave this place? You know, it's, this is so weird that this came out because I was just looking at my career and I'm like, I I have so many goals, but like, I feel, you know, I've had songs on the radio. I've been able to speak at like fantastic events that have helped people. I've played, you know, I opened for Ed Sheeran at South by Southwest. I've had all these incredible things. And so what, what actually came up Is having a baby at some point. Ah, all right. <laughs> nice. Okay. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, but like if I had gone through life at this point and there was one last thing I had to do, I would say like, that's just what came out of my mouth. So I'm going to have to think about that now wow. for the rest of the day. You know what? That just made me think because I've, I've been telling people oh, for the last little while. I lost you. Hold on. You're still here. Okay. There you go. Okay. That, that's interesting that you just did that. I've been, I just did a guided meditation about reaching your higher self and like meeting your higher self and have a conversation with your higher yeah. self. And that was really profound for me. And, and it was cool to see that guy. Um, but I've been telling people for a while that I don't know that I want kids. Uh, 
Yeah. And and you just saying that right now made me realize deep in my subconscious how cool it would be to raise a little boy and to like to have a little boy to grow into this man filling him with a with like a belief system so different than what what I was exposed to. So mm-hmm. I, you in mentioning that actually just allowed me you gave me like this permission to actually speak freely about how I really feel and stop like lying to myself. So that was cool. And I think that is the first time I've ever asked that question. And I think I might continue that question. <laughs> well, good. Do your right. price, dude. I, we both have a lot to think about. Yeah, now. I know. What just happened, dude? What just happened? Now, let me be clear. This is if I had like a very small amount of time at this point. I'm not in any rush, but it's like the yeah. one thing where I do feel like I've always loved kids. I love like being around kids, but yeah, I'm with you. I think it'd be really cool to have like a yeah, little. I think your biggest issue, Julia, is going to be making sure you take your time on your decision. I don't think it's going to be, any, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Just uh, continue to do you, continue to be the person you are and everything else is going to take care of itself. Um, so with that being said, I, I really appreciate you coming on the Creating Space podcast, spending a little time with me and I'm, I'm excited to kind of watch you continue to expand in like this new direction that you've just chosen. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, me too. And the feeling is mutual. I'm I'm super excited for this new collaboration. What a conversation with Julia. There was a lot of connection there. Great uh, multi-directional, multifaceted convo. And it's so cool to see that as she has continued to escalate in her level of, of fame and, and worth, her levels of self-worth have continued to rise as well. Now, we're going to break this down in an episode tomorrow called going deeper. And this is going to be an episode that we are now employing as the third episode of the show. This is going to be following every interview every week where we dive a little bit deeper. Lo Myrick and I, we dive a little bit deeper on the conversations and we pull out as much value-rich content as we can to continue to bring to you added uh, discussions, added levels of, of interpretation, and uh, we, we push the thought-provoking conversations just a little bit further. So going deeper, debuting tomorrow, make sure you jump on over, catch the podcast, take a screenshot, share it with your friends, continue to push this message because what you guys are doing is uh, it's incredible and you're really igniting this podcast. And I'm so proud, so, so proud to have you guys as a part of this community. Um, so continue to champion on, guys. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Let us know what you think about the third episode of the show coming on tomorrow called Going Deeper.